0: It's week 11, in the NFL, and oh my goodness, is the show jam packed. We have so much to get to, so what the hell am I talking about here for? Let's just start the pre snap right now. ready, You're listening to the pre snap podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at linestarapp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy football experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to the pre-snap right here on the LineStar app. It's me, and it's Chris Meany, and it's you, and we are breaking down week 11 in DFS We got so much to get to you. We're going to do those value lineups that we did last week. We did one for FanDuel. I got one this week for you from FanDuel and from DK. You know, I'll let you kind of fill in the rest. We're not giving out lineups here, but we are talking about value uh, at the very least and going through the slate that way. And we're going to get you all your GPP plays, all your cash game plays, everything you need. Plus, we're going to find the end zone as well. We always find the end zone here on the pre-snap. So, Chris, I don't know if I've been this excited about a week all year. I, I love the board this week. I love the values. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's going to come back to bite me in the behind, but Chris, how do you feel about week 11 so far when you're looking at it?
1: Yeah, it's an exciting week. We have three games with a total of at least 50. If you include the Monday night football game between the chiefs and the chargers, we got the Bengals and the Raiders at 48 and a half, even Arizona and San Fran 46. So it's a very, very interesting week lot of scoring probably on the board your pats against my eagles like there's there's my a lot head. to get excited about here
0: yeah it is and we'll still be friends after don't we worry yeah, it's, still, it's still gonna be the same thing but uh if uh if it's an embarrassment on either side i do expect a fair amount of messages going back and forth so that'll be <laughs> that'll be fun pats coming off a bye come off a big l Eagles so we'll too. See, so we'll see what happens there so everyone's yeah. everyone's healthy and fresh that's what you want <laughs> Uh but before we get going here, I want to remind everybody that Line Star is doing a new promotion here, along with Super Draft. So if you try Super Draft and you get three months of Line Star Premium for free. So that's right. Try Super Draft and get three months of Line Star Premium for free for new customers when you deposit ten dollars. So all the stuff that we keep talking about, that premium product, you're gonna get it from now through the playoffs for free. Go get it, go try it. You can use it for NBA, you can use it for NFL, obviously, the rest of the season. How you do it is you go to the link superdraft.io slash Linestar. Again, that's superdraft.io slash Linestar. If you like free things, go get three free months of Linestar premium by going to superdraft and going and signing up at superdraft.io slash Linestar. And what happens is you have a must play in the superdraft multiplier contest this week. So my must play last week was Michael Thomas. That worked out pretty well. Chris, I know you didn't get to do this with me last week, so who's your must-play this week?
1: Uh, probably Mike Evans. And, you know, Mike Evans with no Marshawn Lattimore. We talked before about Evans, you know, you know, getting shut down, not just this year against Lattimore, but in the past, Lattimore has has had his number, but there's going to be no Marshawn Lattimore in this game. I think you can feel pretty good about Mike Evans and what will probably be a very high-scoring football game.
0: Yes, one would assume... One would assume we thought last week with New Orleans and Atlanta would be a high scoring game. A little little slightly disappointing, a little bit, a little bit, you know, but that happens sometimes. We've gotten a lot of good matchups. We've gotten uh, we've done pretty well on some of those. That's good, but uh, obviously a lot to get to in the show. So let's just kick things off here and let's start with those Falcons. We were just talking about going against the Panthers in this one. There's a lot of pieces I like in this one. However, I want to start with Mr. Number one. I'll start McCaffrey. I'm out in McCaffrey this week. I'm out. I like some other running back matchups that are one to $2,000 less or $3,000 less where I just don't feel like you have to because of the buy or because of the matchup or whatever it is that you have to go up to McCaffrey as tempting as it is. I just don't think it's necessary this week. Chris, how do you feel about this one? I
1: am surprised to hear you say that because I know how much you you pick on the Falcons and, and their inability to tackle. And yeah, it's.
0: I get it. It's, I mean, he's gotten to the price when it was 92. Okay. When it's ten yeah. five, it's real, real hard to do that. You don't love the other stuff that you have.
1: Yeah, it's true. It was very hard to get him in last week at ten five. I was still able to have successful lineups last week with him in there. I mean, touching the ball 26 times and getting over 130 yards, finding the end zone again. I, I understand it. 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 It's really tough. I suppose in cash to have a well-balanced lineup. But again, if you, what I've, Personally, myself, I have I have faded him over the past couple of weeks in cash lineups, and when I go up against somebody who has CMC, I don't win because at the end of the day, he's getting 30 points, and I really need to hit on everyone else. So, you know, I don't think it's a must. I I would say in cash, try to find a way, but you don't want to have, you know, you you need to have as much balance as possible. You don't want to be taking shots because you have McCaffrey. You don't want to be taking shots on, say, J.D. McKissick. Just, you know, oh, you know, I like the opportunity. Maybe he's going to touch the ball 10, 12 times. I mean, you could get five or six fantasy points from J.D. McKissick, and that's just going to ruin your cash lineup. So you want to have a well-balanced lineup. I'm not going to completely fade him, but I understand at this point. I mean, especially on FanDuel, I think he's maybe... A better fade over there you don't get the full point for a catch and yeah. there's a two thousand dollar savings between him and cook and you go down the board josh jacobs is only ak in a in a dream matchup as well so i think on fanduel if you're a fanduel player maybe he's a fade over there
0: yeah and it's and it's difficult i hate saying it because you know i love and i've been paying for McCaffrey a lot it's worked out but you're right i think if you're gonna pay you pay on dk so, especially because there's some guys in tight end you could really punt on this week and some guys, you know, at the wide receiver core that are really well-priced. You could make it work, but again, this the matchups of Zeke, the matchups of Cook, the matchups of Jacobs, Fournette, Le'Veon Bell. There's a lot to like at running back this week where I just don't feel like you have to McCaffrey necessarily. However, I do think you have to DJ more. Again, 6K over on FanDuel, 5.9 over on DK. I absolutely love more in this game. I will pick on the Falcons defense here. And I'm going to pick on him with DJ Moore. So that's my pivot there. And I actually don't mind Kyle Allen on DK as a tournament quarterback at 5-3. I know it was amazing what we saw last week and all this stuff, but I'm not buying into it. I think it was a fun one-off. They came out with a lot of good schemes out there. Also, the Saints made a ton of mistakes and penalties in that game. So I just feel like Kyle Allen's been pretty good so far. And and he's you know outside of that San Francisco game where he wet the bed where everybody does. I got no problems with him. And I think as a tournament quarterback on DK, he's in play for me.
1: Yeah, I agree. Very interesting on both sites. Checking in as a decent value on line star app as well. I mean, $7,200 on FanDuel. And you mentioned his price on DK53 is a good spot for him. If you're just looking to save, I mean, that's really where I would go don't like Fitzpatrick against Buffalo. Brian Horde did not look good last week against Miami in a really good spot. You know, uh, Ryan Finley not going to go there. You go even deeper down the board, you want to roll the dice with Jeff Driscoll against Dallas. I'm Sure, 46. But Kyle Allen's in a, in a really good spot here. Like DJ Moore, obviously we know what CMC can do to the backfield. Curtis Samuel is decent as well. And it's, again, the Falcons. So, yeah, I think that's a great call by you, like DJ. And I'm going to actually get involved with Julio this week because I, I see – I see a discount in terms of prices. I'm looking and, you know, $7,500. This guy's usually priced in the 8K range. Oh, yeah. He's usually up in that first tier in terms of pricing. So he's $1,200 cheaper than Michael Thomas. We all know about Michael Thomas, set records, dream matchup. And then on DK, uh, pretty big. Like, over Well, 2K. it's weird
0: because Hooper being out, you would imagine it's a really right. heavy a ju- uh, Julio Jones game. Yeah, I think um, Calvin
1: Ridley, very interesting this
0: week. Yeah, I know Ridley was kind of a bust last week. It was on Ridley. Hooper was good enough to get the touchdown, at least. We got that out of him before he left the game. But I'm with you. I think Julio is a really nice pivot if you don't want to pay for Evans or Thomas in this one. Uh, Brian Hill's going to be super popular, too, just, just so you know. Uh, 4.8 on DK for him, 5.9 on FanDuel. I'm fine with it. I'm good with it. Just understand it's going to have some heavy ownership. Like I'm thinking this is probably going to be in the high teens at the very least. How about you?
1: Yeah, maybe even higher than that, especially when you just look at, you know, for example, football outsiders, rush DVOA, you know, Carolina's ranked dead last in terms of just against the run. They've given up the third most fantasy points to running backs. I mean, teams are just absolutely eating them up on the ground. That seems to be the way to, to beat Carolina. And, and I, I would imagine Hill, I mean, last week he came away with 20 carries. I, I would imagine he... He flirts with that number again. I think that they're just going to give him all the opportunity in the world. Yeah, you're right. Know that the ownership is going to be pretty high because you look at this guy; he's forty eight hundred dollars on DraftKings. I mean, that's that's how you get. Well, that's your CMC, like CMC right? There. Exactly.
0: Yeah, and it's and it's just a matter of do you want to go Hill and CMC or would you rather get a combination of Jacobs and Fournette? You know what I mean? And I feel yeah. like. Yeah. I kind of would rather go that route or cook and uh, Le'Veon Bell, you know, and you could do that quite easily this week without yeah. a lot of, you know, <laughs> a lot of crying and wanting to moan. All right. Dallas Cowboys at Detroit, Detroit, probably without Stafford in this one, I got to say on FanDuel, I really like Dak Prescott at 8,100. I love, love, love the game log for him. He's finding ways every week to get 20 plus points. And I understand it was a disappointing loss. I get it. But Detroit sucks, okay? They're done. They're, they're out. They're done. It's, it's happened. They had a run there. We were all over the run. Too many bad things happened. Too many injuries. No Stafford. No running game. No. Give me Dak Prescott on the bounce back. If you want to go back with Elliott, that's cool, too. He's 84 over on FanDuel. Uh, you can go with Cooper at 81. Uh, but I'll tell you what, too. I also love the defense here because I think there's – without a running game, you're forcing Driscoll to throw the football – And, yeah, he had a couple moments. He had that one touchdown to Galladay. I'm out on the Lions altogether. I think you can get double-digit points out of McKissick, who is going to be low-owned and probably low-cost, but also low-ceiling. I'm sorry. It's just it's not going to be great there. But give me all the press, got all the Cowboys defense this week. And if you want to go Zeke, I can't argue with that because I think that's another big bounce-back week for the Cowboys
1: yeah for sure and a lot of questions that i've received at the athletic i do a chat on tuesday with zeke what do i do with zeke like zeke hasn't you had start that him, you game moron yet. Like, what, like, do what do you, do 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 you mean zeke? like week six 105 yards week seven 111 yards by the way in those both of those games he racked up 11 catches combined and then week nine 139 yards then he runs into what is a really good minnesota run defense yeah it's 47 yards and 20 carries right so most times you give zeke the ball 20 times he's going to flirt with 100 yards and he has five 100 yard games this season so it's a complete bounce back spot you can throw on detroit you can run on detroit i like everything to do with the um the dallas cowboys this week and i agree with you i'm not going to get involved with the lions at all like jd mckissick i'm not all i'm not excited about him yeah like maybe he catches six or seven balls like he did last week but whatever where's the cowboys d is is
0: 4100 man that's a That's a decent price for a good matchup where I think there's going to be turnovers. They're going to have trouble running the football for sure, as they always do. It's a a good matchup here. I I, I like this a lot for the Cowboys. I'm in uh, over on FanDuel to the price. I mean, excuse me, on DraftKings, the price for the Cowboys defense is respectable, too. So uh, give me all that. Forget the forget it. Lions, it's over. It was a good run. Too many injuries. Too many bad things. No good. All right. Speaking of injuries, Nick Foles returns from injury. And the Jaguars are going to take on the Colts. Now we'll see if Brissett plays in this one. They're going to try everything they possibly can. Cause basically this is their season. Now they lose this game to the Jaguars in their division. This is not good. So I love Leonard Fournette in this game. If you go back and you look at Leonard Fournette's game log and you add a touchdown here and there, the guy's only got one touchdown on the year. Okay. That's just a weird anomaly. Mm-hmm. If you add a touchdown here and there, his, his price should be up where cook is. That's how good he's been. So I want to get back on that. It's Foles' first game. I think they're going to come off that buy, rely on Fournette quite a bit. I like him. I like Westbrook. Those are the two pieces I want the most shares of in this game. You look at the pricing for that, 79 on DK for Fournette. Um, As long as – and it looks like Westbrook's going to be healthy, so I'm not worried too much, but he's very cost-effective too. 72 on FanDuel. Westbrook is – let me just bring up the price here on him real quick. But he is – 4,500. Can't get much better than that on DK. You got to love that one. So for you, is there anything else here in Jacksonville that you do like? Do you like false coming back or do you like anything in indie? I'm out on both.
1: Yeah, I'm out on both too. I like both backs. I mean, Marlon Mack gets a lot of heat, but he's he's top five in terms of just carries per game. I I treat him as a cash game, safe floor running back. Not really sure what his what his ceiling is, but I agree with you on Leonard Fournette, and I I like the fact that he's just been involved in the the passing game as well. Uh, I mean, he's top six in targets and and catches among running backs. He's right there in terms of just opportunities. Sixth in carries per game, nineteen point three carries per game. So. Yeah, you're right. One touchdown. That's it. That's been, that's been the downfall. He's been healthy. He's, he's looked good. He's getting the ball a ton. He, Nick Foles, I think will help this offense out. I think Chark is, is okay. I just don't want to spend the price at $6,200. Dede Westbrook, I was in on before the season started. I saw the rapport in just maybe a couple quarters that Foles and, and Westbrook had together. He looked his way a lot. We know that you know, Nick Foles has a history of throwing the ball in the slot, getting the ball out of his hands pretty quickly. John DiFilippo is, is very comfortable with him. They work together in Philadelphia, so I think they're going to play to his strengths moving forward. I probably will be interested in Foles in this offense, the passing game going forward. Maybe not this first one uh, out of the bye and some guys that are b- n- nicked up, but it's just the backs. And, you know, altogether, I just, I just feel a slow-paced game, kind of a low-scoring game it's it's tough to I get just involved like with this game yeah it's so tough to get involved because there's just so many other high scoring appealing games so there is but I, this is my, this is my argument
0: for it it's it's if those games are a letdown and and as much as yeah. we're excited about those games I, i'm not excited about the saints running backs against that tampa bay run defense no, me neither. and i'm not excited about ronald jones with the turnover questions and again we're back to oh my god is he going to be the guy is he not going to be the guy so therefore, when I pivot off of those and I start yeah. to look and I fade from the very top of the board with McCaffrey, guys like Fournette, just, just fall right in there. He's coming off a bad game, off a bye, first start back from falls. I just think you're, he's going to touch the ball 30 times. Like I just, that's that's my take. Agree. And yeah. the one team, you know, the Colts always want to play in the mud with you. They want to bring you down to their level. But I feel like the Jaguars are the team that you don't want to get down there with because the Jaguars are going to run the football down your throat with, with Fournette. I think it's going to bite them in the ass. I really do. Uh, Bill's at Dolphins. Josh Allen in this one. I'm a fan. Uh, I really like John Brown, too. Uh, John Brown, I think, has a really nice uh, floor for sure over on DK. He is $6,400. That's a really nice price for John Brown. Um, I'm going to fade away from the running game because I thought we were going Singletary. If you want to take a shot, okay. I don't know how you can feel good about it. After last week, they went away from it again. It's infuriating. So maybe it comes back. Maybe it doesn't. Uh, I got no love for the Dolphins this week. I know we've toyed around with them with Devonte Parker a little oh, bit and this guy and Fitzpatrick one week and we were right. We nailed him. I'm going to go away from it too much else on the board, but with the bills, I will say Josh Allen is basically become Cam Newton. Do you think that's a hot take or what?
1: Oh, yeah, I would agree with that, Man, he's right? He rushes him. for touchdowns. He runs. He's got a touchdown. big arm. Not the most
0: accurate passer. Yeah. He's Cam Newton.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he, yeah, he basically is. And he, you know, he calls his number last year. He led the bills in red zone rushing attempts this year. That's what kills
0: Singletary for me, too, a little bit. The fact that when they get down there, you know Josh Allen's going to be around, and that's tough.
1: Yeah, and the fact that even two weeks ago, when they gave the ball to Frank Gore three times in a row and he got stuffed, they still did it this week. They gave Frank Gore the red zone opportunity as well, so... Yeah, not good. That's not what you want to see. That's the problem with Singletary. And it is a really big problem. Frank Gore does lead this team with 17 red zone rushing attempts. And there it is. Josh Allen's got 13. So he's just four behind him. And he's got six rushing touchdowns um, on the season or from the red zone. So yeah, I mean, I like Allen. These two teams played each other not that long ago. And Allen was was more than okay and Brown had a touchdown so it's a good stack if you want to, I would even go that way in cash I think it's fine John Brown just seems to get five catches every week look at the game log he hasn't had fewer than four all year he gets about five last week he came off 11 targets 77 yards 76 54 83 73 there's there's a solid floor there with John Brown and he does have a, a high ceiling if he does catch one or two of those deep balls
0: from Allen yeah, and I think that's definitely possible when you're talking you know against the uh Miami Dolphins. Okay, the next one here, big time implications, Texans, Baltimore Ravens. So Chris, of all the big totals, this one is the one that scares me a little bit. I know it sounds crazy, but I feel like sometimes there's big expectations and sometimes these are teams just too evenly matched, and I feel like they are. So what's your take on this one? how do you how do you approach it? I do think
1: there's going to be some scoring. I want to get involved in both quarterbacks. I'm kind of away from both running backs. Uh, I'm not really interested in Carlos Hyde, and I'm not totally interested in Mark Ingram. The, you know, the Houston Texans have been pretty solid against the run so far this season, um, allowing the seventh-fewest fantasy points to running backs. And just look at, again, looking at the game log for an only 40 yards against them, Jacob 66, Mac 44. I mean, they've they've yet to allow a 100-yard rusher against them. And they have played Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey. So they played some decent running backs so far this season. So I, I don't know how much success, and this is what Baltimore wants to do. So again, it's going to be very interesting, but I don't know how much success Mark Ingram is going to have, but I want to get involved with guys like Marquise Brown because of his big playability. It looks like Will Fuller mm-hmm. is going to be back in the lineup, maybe sprinkling a little lineups with him, but DeAndre Hopkins, certainly for sure. I do feel like I agree. There's a little bit of hesitation. I don't know if it's going to hit to the 50, but I I do feel like it'll probably hit to the 40. We could get some late scoring. It could disappoint early on, but it's going to be a heck of a ball game. It's not my favorite one to game stack, but I will have some exposure to some of these guys.
0: Yeah. Right now in the lineups I've done, I have no exposure to this game outside of one piece. And it's because it's more of an indictment on the position than anything, but I've got all the Mark Andrews. I just, I trust no one at tight end and I don't want to pay for Kelsey. Kelsey, (laughs) <laughs> that's where i'm at right now. like i'm going to throw a flyer on Ryan Griffin or Fells maybe or somebody like that or i'm just going to go get the safe productivity which is Andrews. So 61 on DK for Andrews, 69 on FanDuel. He works in very well. I'm fine with this. I i i want all the Mark Andrews, that's the only guy that every time i make a lineup that i've got the rest of this game, yeah, it might be great, okay? But if it if it ends up being like a 21-20 kind of game, i think that's going to disappoint it a would lot disappoint, of people.
1: yeah you're dead on about the tight end position absolutely because kittle oh, is so bad kittle Hooper's is okay we don't know if he's gonna play yeah. and and how involved he's gonna be you're right hooper is out. So oakland may just run all Waller over Cincinnati. has not been good
0: the last three weeks Waller's yeah. been like it is not good out there man it's no, bad
1: you either pay up for andrews and zackerts against the eagles you know that that's going to be the game plan for belichick is to try to shut him down so yeah, look at the top tight ends. There's really nothing besides Andrews. I say you punt or you roll out Andrews. I think that's a good call.
0: Um, <clears throat> I don't want to spend too much time on this one. It's the uh, it's the Minnesota Vikings uh, at home against the Broncos. I will say Minnesota Vikings defense, certainly in play with the young quarterback. Tough Absolutely. place to play. Very tough place to play. Um, but it's Dalvin Cook. $8,600 for Dalvin Cook. If you don't want to pay for McCaffrey, I mean, Dalvin Cook's right there. He's right there with him. I mean, he really is. He's 25 points waiting to happen. Go out and get yourself some Dalvin Cook. You could do it in cash. You could do it in um, in tournaments. Line Star. he's the second most uh, efficient player on the board in Linestar this week. So what does that tell you? That tells you that as great as McCaffrey is, the price is far better on Cook. So take that extra two. That's two grand. It's a lot. Oh, no. It's a big difference. $2,000. That's your tight end. There's your Mark Andrews right there. And yep. that's why I can't do it. Like, why am I going to take a flyer tight end just to go up to the board to get McCaffrey when I can have Dalvin Cook and basically 85% of the same productivity? No, you're, Yeah, you're right. I'm, I can't argue I can't that this at week. all. I love uh, you, Christian yeah. McCaffrey. I do. I'll write you a love letter after the show. I just can't do it. Is there anything else there in this one? I, I can't. Looking at what I've seen out of the Vikings, you mentioned it before, that defense is good against the run. I can't get in with Lindsay this week. I can't get in with Sutton. I just, oh. I'm out.
1: Yeah, and digs too in two games of Adam Thielen. Pretty disappointing. Only four catches, forty three yards, or fifty three yards rather. I don't know what Adam Thielen's deal is if he's gonna come back and play in this game, but I think it's just gonna be a lot of cook relying on the defense. Remember when Minnesota beat Atlanta and when- when Kirk or um, Kirk Cousins threw the ball, what, like yep. a dozen <clears throat> times? This kind of has that feel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good for Cook. That's yeah. great. That's what we want. Uh, now, then this next game, too, Darius Geis is going to be coming back for the Redskins, but I'm not there yet. However, there are some pieces on the Jets. Uh, Ryan Griffin at 48 at tight end. I mentioned as a dart throw tight end. 2,900 on DK. You want a punt tight end? Ryan Griffin can catch you a touchdown in this game. There's no way anyone can say he's not, especially with Herndon now for the year now again. So he'll snap count. I'll go back up. I love Le'Veon Bell at 72 on DK. I like him at 74 in FanDuel, but I love him on DK. I really think he's going to get a ton of catches in this game. Crowder, I'm not a big narrative game guy, but Crowder is in a great spot here just from return on investment. 65 on FanDuel, 57 on DK. Oh my gosh. I am I am so in on Crowder this week. It's not even funny. Give me all the Crowder in the world. No Sam Darnold. No anything else you can keep. You can keep all the Redskins. Give me Crowder. Give me Bell. Give me Ryan Griffin. That's it.
1: Yeah, Ryan Griffin is, is super interesting. He's one of those guys that you can punt. Um, you know, like you said, you you can you can certainly do that. No Herndon. And just look at his last few games. I mean, he's got 11 catches in his last year games. You can't say that about a lot of tight ends uh, in the NFL. And Crowder... Yeah, I don't even care about the narrative. We, we we loved him last week. We should love him again this week. He's getting nearly 30% of the targets, you know, with Sam Darnold under center. He disappeared midway through the year, but that was, you know, because Sam Darnold wasn't thrown on the football. He wasn't playing. He had mono. So it, this guy's been showing up recently. He's got back to back games with a touchdown and 80 yards. Love Crowder. His price really hasn't jumped up all that much for me to get off of him mean, he was 5k last week he's 5 7 on DraftKings, which i think he's a better play on dk because he's gonna get those little small couch catches that he you know look at week one he had he had 14 grabs and he didn't even top 100 yards so that's that's why you love him over on dk and you're right i can't really get involved there. i'm not there on bell i've just played so much bell waiting for to see the old bell and I haven't seen it once this season maybe that's wrong of me and I would imagine most people feel the same way he doesn't he's have a game points. with 100 yards no he is. but he, he's not he,
0: going to be that guy anymore he's not I know is not that's why Steelers this is the Jets So right. yeah it's just <clears throat> is he going to give you 100 all-purpose yards yeah is he going to give you six catches along with that yeah that's 16 points he gave you a touchdown too you're at 22 that's a pretty good day
1: yeah for sure it is a good. you time. know
0: it's not the it's like the least sexy 22 you can find <laughs> but yeah he, you're right I
1: mean just because he's only hit 23 times but
0: but you I can't mean, judge that because he's playing with he Luke could. Falk and you know oh Con and the Nova. line is
1: poor and yeah there's there's so many questions. Yeah. Adam Gase yeah
0: but the Redskins stink and they're but gonna have the football Gase. a ton because Haskins stinks worse yeah so I mean it's it's hard to imagine the Jets can't go in there and that's another defense too you could play the Jets defense this week against Haskins okay Gonna be some turnovers in this game for them. And speaking of turnovers, I actually think you can, despite the high total, I think you can flirt with the Saints defense too because I think the Saints defense after last week they're not oh, they're going to be
1: ticked off. Yeah,
0: and I know Latimore's not out, and I know, but the Bucks turn the football over. They throw interceptions. They fumble the football. The Bucks turn the football over, and the Saints are going to be pissed off. And the Saints have played really well on the road defensively this year. I like the Saints defense in this one. I want to ask you this question: Bucks defense against the run, very good. Does that make you open to Alvin Kamara in the passing game in this one, or are you just shied away from Kamara because you really haven't seen? I mean, we've only had like one great game all year.
1: I know. I'm I'm completely shied away. I I would Is play. That him wrong? In- are we yeah, wrong? Pro-
0: I'm with Maybe. you, but I wonder if we're wrong.
1: Yeah, I mean, we may be wrong. Now is the time actually to get involved because he, he had I, – I just wouldn't do it in cash, and I still see him ranked no, as a top, No, 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 not in cash. Yeah, no. I still see him no. ranked as like a top – No, no. As a top five running back everywhere, and we're only ranking him that way because of his ability to catch the ball and what he could do. Yeah, he caught eight balls last week, seven the week before, or I guess it was week six because we hadn't really seen him, but – he hasn't been efficient on the ground and the big blow up games from McCaffrey or from for Camara is when he's doing both. Yeah. He's, he's getting 10 carries on the ground. He's efficient there. And he's also catching balls, but how much success is he going to have running the football against Tampa Bay? Probably not a whole lot. Tampa Bay went up against McCaffrey twice this year and, and did very well against him on the ground Now through the air. McCaffrey, McCaffrey, geez, I'm getting these guys mixed up. Camara could catch five or six balls. It's, it's very obvious in a, in a high total game, especially what he did last week. I think there's there's something to be said about going back to him in tournaments when people, where people will shy away, but I'm not going to have a ton of exposure to him. I do have some concerns, but I mean, it, yeah, recency bias is, is such a thing. We say this all the time, so we can't go back on our rule now.
0: You can do a multi-entry one Alvin Kamara share this week because – I do believe he just needs that. You know, he hasn't had that game. All of us, all of us, quote unquote, smart analysis people are all kind of like, "Ugh, I just can't get there. And that's usually, usually when there's an opportunity. So I'm not saying it's a slam dunk, but I will say it's an opportunity nonetheless. Uh, I will, however, have all the Michael Thomas again. I don't care if everyone else does. You can be 100% owned. I'm okay. I'm at peace with this. You oh, can yeah. still do it. Um, I will, however, fade away from Breeze a little bit. Breeze, when I Road look at Breeze. the... Road Breeze is always less enthralling. And I know it's like, oh, he's going to revenge. You know, he's going to come back there after that bad game. And yeah, he will. But Road Breeze is still not great. I recommend Michael Thomas without Breeze this week. I just do. And maybe it'll come to him around and bite me too. I don't know. I'd rather have Dak this week than Drew Breeze. Tell me I'm wrong.
1: No, I can't. I can't, <laughs> I can't tell you uh, that you're wrong. I And I agree. It, you really can pass all over. All over the box. I think the one thing is, and I thought about this a lot last week, because I did have quite a bit of exposure to Lamar Jackson. And I just look at Breeze, who's the second highest priced quarterback. And, and the one difference, I suppose, is just getting to that ceiling. We know what Breeze can do. It's the fact that you, if he does have a bad game, he ends up with 11 DK points. But if Lamar Jackson... Or Dak Prescott, who can call his own number, or Deshaun Watson—they right. have bad games. They end up with fifteen.
0: 16, and Dak's going to be less owned than Lamar Jackson. He's going to less. Owned. I think that's what's happening to me. Like I keep saying, I've got very little exposure to this game with the with the Ravens and the Texans, and I think it's because when I turn out look at, it, I'm like, I like Dak again, <laughs> it's not Detroit so much, and he's a couple hundred dollars cheaper. Yeah. So why wouldn't I just and and consistent, very consistent. Very, Dak yes. Prescott. I understand the, the Cowboys are inconsistent. But the fantasy points for Dak are not. It's 20 every week. Just put it in the books. Uh, Anything else on the buck side of this one? I know you mentioned Mike Evans. He's 74 on DK over on the FanDuel side. Uh, Obviously, the price goes up a bit. Let me uh, pull that up there. But in the meantime, uh, what's your take on this one?
1: Yeah, I I do want to get involved with, with both of these guys. And I say both Evans and Godwin. Godwin had a really solid matchup or output against the Saints earlier this season a couple touchdowns over a hundred, hundred yards. In,
0: they're you know, basically no- the same price on both. Right. Teams. 74, no- 73, 82, eight. So, I mean, if they're the same price.
1: Yeah. And I don't expect Tampa to have a ton of success. You alluded to it earlier with Ronald Jones and Barber. there's some question marks they are going up against the saints tough team to run on. So uh, that is, that's certainly concerning. I don't really want to be involved with any of these running backs, but I do like Godwin. And again, with no Lattimore, what's going to happen Are they're going to move, you know, their second best corner over to Evans, and then they're going to have their third on uh, Godwin. So uh, interesting game, a lot of scoring. I I do want to get involved with the pass catchers.
0: One note too, uh, because I just remembered, I was looking through some lineups here before we move on to the next game. Uh, The one other thing in that Minnesota game we did not mention is Kyle Rudolph. And I think on DK, you should pay attention because in a week where it's terrible at tight end, he might be the guy in the middle. He is touchdown dependent, but then again, most tight ends are. He's yeah. got four touchdowns in the last four games, two in the last one. He's put up double-digit DK points three of the last four weeks. So that is not a terrible play, too. And from a price perspective at 3600 again, this is a DK play, not necessarily a FanDuel one for me because I just – I don't know. I just – I need a little bit more productivity on the FanDuel side there. But I think you can get away with it because the price is so low on, on DraftKings. So I just want to throw that out there as another dude. Um, moving forward to the next game here, we got the 49ers coming up their first L – of the year, and man, they banged up right now. Oh yeah, Brita is banged up ankle. He's probably not going to play. Kittle might try to play, but he is not healthy, so you're not playing him. Sanders probably going to try, but not great. However, Debo, Debo did have a good game. Even if all those guys play, it actually makes me like Debo Samuel more because he's just 4K on DraftKings. Yeah. Uh, on FanDuel, he's 5600. I want those guys on the field. And then I like Debo a lot. If those guys are not on the field, I like Debo less because I feel like it's a lot to ask of him to be the guy all of a sudden. So at least if those guys can get on the field, you have to guard them and that allows single coverage for Debo, which I do like.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that a hundred percent. No question. It's amazing. Sanders. He has been really good when he's playing and he was good before he, you know, he left with that rib injury on Monday night. He was involved right away. I mean, $7,200 for him talking about like, really just taking a guy and driving the price up, significantly because he was forty six hundred dollars two weeks ago. (laughs) I know he was a member of the Denver Broncos, but his price has jumped from sixty one to sixty eight and now seventy two. It's crazy. But I agree with you. If those guys are out, Debo, if all of those guys are out, maybe Bourne. I know that Bourne dropped a couple balls, but he's got touchdowns and back to back games. He had eight targets, four grabs, a little a little bit of the inconsistent play from Bourne is on Jimmy Garoppolo because he's had some poor throws as well over the past couple weeks. But he had that touchdown, was was a red zone target, so I'm interested in him. And if there's no Breida, Tevin Coleman will be on my radar as well against Arizona because he may just catch five or six balls. I know he hasn't been efficient over the past couple weeks, and they just played Arizona in week nine, and he didn't look good. But if again, if all of these guys are out, I would expect maybe five or six grabs from Tevin Coleman. You want to get even crazier. Most art may get involved as well. Like this is a multi, a multi entry yeah. play for most. Art. Lots of, and lots of run. Yeah. yeah. thirty-four hundred. And
0: you're always worried about him too, because if they get down there and Wilson's active then Wilson, then Wilson's alters the goal touchdown line, huh? and that's a yeah. little Wilson's just active, away. Stay away, run away. Run away. Uh, here's a question for you. I'm, I'm, I'm entertaining the idea. I don't know if I should do it or not. 49ers turn the ball over a ton. Okay. <laughs> like, yes, they're a good defensive team between the picks, the fumbles, everything, if they have as many injuries, again, as we get closer, are the Cardinals on DK and play at 1,500 as a defense this week? Yes, yes,
1: I, yes, yes, yes. Short week to San Fran,
0: week. ton of injuries.
1: I played them yes, last but, week against against Tampa. They got nine points against Winston. What? Because Winston throws a ball over, or turns a ball over. What's, Jimmy,
0: now, look, did, last time against San Fran, they, they got zero. They got your they fat did. nothing burger. So yeah, you run do. the risk there, but
1: you do. You know, one guy I do want to bring up, And it's Andy Isabella, and I know he's not playing a ton, but he's starting to trend up. And I know you look at the last two games, he only got four targets, four grabs, but he's starting to get on the field a little bit more. Last week was a season high for him in terms of targets, catches, routes, run, snaps. I know he's playing San Fran, very tough last week two weeks ago played them had the one grab it was 88 yards to the house like this is just the ability that he has again it's a multi-entry play he's very boomer bust but this is somebody that I feel like is trending up all the attention is going to be on Christian Kirk this week I, I think it's actually a mistake to go to Kirk and expect the kind of output that he had last week San Fran secondary pretty solid they can get after the quarterback just keep an eye on Andy Isabella he's starting to trend up
0: yeah, it's a good look there. And you're right. There will be a, a ton of attention uh, after that three touchdown game on Kirk. And, you know, you could kind of throw that out the window here. And, but look, you know, they came back late in that game and made some, you know, they, they, they did. Yeah, they look held their They're going to compete. It's 49ers coming off a loss, licking their wounds, short week. There's a lot of reasons there where this might, game might be a little wackadoo. I still think San Fran's going to win this football game, especially at home. But um, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely something to ponder. That's for damn sure. All right, let's go to the next game here on the slate, and we've got the Bengals at Raiders. I want nothing to do with the Bengals. Raiders defense in play. Josh Jacobs, you mentioned great opportunity for him uh, in terms of cost. I think he's right there. I think it's fair. I will say this: I don't. I was expecting it to be a little cheaper when we were heading into the week, but he is eight K on Fanduel. I think that's fair. Sixty nine on DK. That's even more fair. I actually like him more there. Yeah. Um, I'm fading Waller this week because like last couple of weeks just haven't been good, but I am all over Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro is just 4K on DK, 57 on FanDuel. I think Hunter Renfro is this guy is coming on the second half. We kind of talked about him in the preview shows. What we saw in hard knocks, what we saw in the preseason. Uh, this is a guy that gets it. He's gonna be useful. And my goodness, here we are in the second half of the year in the last couple of games. He's been useful.
1: Yeah, he has. He's been he's been. Carr's guy on third down. He was Carr's guy on the final drive Thursday night against the the Chargers last week. And you go look at Tyrell Williams, and Tyrell Williams hasn't had more than three catches since week two. I know he missed some time, but that's one, two, three, four, five straight games was just three catches. And why don't you go take a look at Hunter Renfro? He's, he's getting more than that. Four catches, six, four over the last three weeks. He's got two touchdowns in his last three games. I think that they're going to really run Jacobs, but they're, if you're going to pick one guy, from from Oakland it it probably is Hunter Renfro at 4k i mean Tyrell's you know he's bigger a dot maybe more chance of a touchdown the deep play there there is that in play with Tyrell but i agree with you you know hunter renfro is certainly on my radar and josh jacobs absolutely i mean he's just in such a really good spot against this bengal's team that cannot stop the run they've been good against the pass but teams have not been throwing on them they've just been running on them because they can so jacobs is going to be highly owned there's a reason fanduel's is bumped his price all the way up to the fourth highest paid running back he's more expensive than alvin Kamara, to put that into perspective over on fanduel but um definitely a strong play
0: all right last but not least our rivalry game here it's here happening go. patriots travel to philadelphia uh, explain this to me uh why is the patriots defense just 3500 on on dk this week because they lost to lamar jackson now they're a 3500 defense
1: yeah i don't know I give respect <laughs> for the eagles i i i, yeah, no, I, wait, I just, wait,
0: wait uh, wait a minute wait a minute, minute. Well, what does all this respect for the eagles come from can I, I can know. i just i get it i understand last okay all right perspective everybody you ready for some perspective okay last week against or two weeks ago i should say against baltimore they had four points okay should i go backwards from there you want to hear these point totals you ready for yeah. this yeah, 21 yeah. 25 27 11, 14, 25, 11, 37. Okay, yeah, oh yeah. But tell me why they're 35. This is your only opportunity to pay down on DK for the Patriots all year. And and Carson, what? They have no run game to speak of. What? 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 Where are all these uh, magical weapons that are so great? Zach Ertz is okay, but my goodness, 35. I mean, yeah.
1: I I I don't know if they have no run game, and that's going to be their game plan to to run on on New England. It, it really is because they're a tough team to to pass on. They're just they're really tough, and and they're going to game plan. You know, Gilmore is he is probably going to be on Alshon. They're that's, coming off
0: a buy. They had two a, weeks to prepare for Carson Wentz, and they're five hundred. If you don't start, the, I'm telling you right now, everybody, if you don't start the Patriots defense in some lineups this week on DK, especially, you're nuts. I don't know what they are on Fanduel. On Fanduel, they're priced appropriately, they're the highest price. They're the highest price okay. FanDuel is FanDuel is not drunk. DK was out last night getting hammered. Okay. Yeah,
1: I, I don't fully get it either. I And I know that when you look at that game log, they have played piss poor quarterbacks, but uh, even still like it, there's a, there's a value there to be said about the Pats defense. Uh, absolutely. No question. But I do think that the game plan will be to use both backs and Sanders and Howard. I mean, Ingram had over 115 yards, Chubb 131 left bell, one of his best games of the season, 70 Frank Gore had 109 rushing yards against new England's run defense as well. So that's the way to attack them. I think both guys, I don't want to, you know, make you sick with the Sanders and and Hopkins uh, stat that I mentioned last week too but you know Miles Sanders is going to be involved here as well I expect this actually to be kind of low scoring I think it's going to be a bit of a grind and New England is going to have their way and if that's the game script that you paint in your head with guys like Sanu Set. you want to take a shot on him? Matchup is great. Edelman, obviously. James White. I don't think this is a Michelle game. It would be a James White. No, it's game. a
0: total James White game because the way you attack the Eagles is through the secondary there. So, yeah, I love James White this week at sixty-one on Fanduel, but really it's about DK where he's just fifty-four. That's a phenomenal return on investment potentially for James White in this one. Edelman is seventy-six on DK on Fanduel seventy-four. Edelman, White, Patriots defense lock it up. Lock Sanders, it up coming off a buy and a I'm loss. Telling you, no
1: I'm telling you Sanders. Look at 2 for 73, 4 for 49, 3 for 86, 3 for 41, 3 for 31. The, he's just been more involved in the passing game and if they are going to be down, it's going to be Sanders and not Howard. It's going to be Sanders. I agree. And
0: You're right. Sanders is definitely the better investment because they're going to they're coming off a loss and a buy. Do we really think Bill Belichick is not going to take it out on the Eagles? <laughs> I mean, do we really think, have we learned nothing in the last 20 years about the Patriots and Tom Brady and Bill Belichick? They're going to take me. it out on the Eagles. Now we'll see if the Eagles fight back. I, I expect they would, especially at home. Oh yeah. my Coming God. Coming off a
1: bye as well. Dallas losing time for first in division. It's going to be a, it's going to be yeah. a nice hard fought game. Look, the sure. Eagles
0: are going to, I still think the Eagles can uh, probably will win that division because the Cowboys are, cuckoo <laughs> like i just i can't yeah. every week it's just nothing they're gonna win this week but after that like when do they they play in a couple weeks again right when when is that
1: uh yeah i think week 16 they'll go which everything will be on the
0: line oh playoff well, games in the season i love that that's yeah and
1: and the schedule is is a little bit easier for philly next week dallas will have new england um but it does get a little bit easier but yeah it'll it'll all come down to at the link week 16 eagles and boys
0: it'll all come down to that all right last week we played around a little bit with the uh This is the average price per position, okay, of the uh, contest that wins the biggest tournament of the week on FanDuel and DraftKings. So, basically, it's like this is the average cost that people are paying and winning $300,000 or a $1 million or whatever it is at the top of that big contest. So, between the Millionaire Maker and the uh, Sunday Million. So, this is what the DK lineup will basically look like this week. And I'm not going to give you the defense, okay? I'm just going to go through some of these names. And yes, I borrowed a little bit of cash here and there, but you're going to get basically the idea. Okay, so you're, you're going to get it here. Uh, let's start off with uh, the quarterback here. The quarterback is somewhere around 6.2. Matt Ryan fits that bill. Uh, running back 8.2, Josh Jacobs. Running back number 2, 5.4. Guess who's 5.4 this week? James White. Uh, wide receiver 1, 6,700. Guess who fits that? John Brown. Uh DJ Moore. Fits perfectly with the $6,000 or 5.9 wide receiver. Two wide receiver three would be DD Westbrook at 5K. Uh, the flex position, flex and tight end, That kind of played around with it because I need Mark Andrews this week. So went up to Mark Andrews, went down to Crowder. Basically, I flip flopped the costs there between tight end and flex or kind of just melded them together. But I don't know about you, Ryan Jacobs, White Brown, DJ Moore, Westbrook, Andrews, Crowder. That dog will hunt. Yeah.
1: Again, same thing I said last week. There seems to be a nice, solid floor there with some of these guys. Uh, again, I think that's a really solid cash lineup. I mean, DJ Moore. Winner, has, maybe. Yeah, DJ Moore has been really great. I mean, Rock five straight. Solid. Yeah, five straight weeks with at least eight targets. Imagine if he has a two touchdown game.
0: game. Like, imagine if and when that happens this year, he's going to be like a thirty point. Player, that we yeah,
1: yeah, at least because, yeah, there's a nice solid floor there in terms of just targets and catches. And the same thing can be said about Jamison Crowder, which we we talked about. So, yeah, very um, again, a and it's solid funny because it sounds
0: lineup. like a cash game lineup, but I want to remind everybody this is the average salary yeah. Yeah. for the winning lineup. So, it's not necessarily about the stack, it's not necessarily about the high total game, it's about maximizing what you're getting out of each spot. This is the average cost, okay. So although it sounds like a good cash lineup, uh, just consider that this is the one that wins every week. (laughs) So so stop with this all all or nothing nonsense, okay? All or nothing is not necessarily what you do. Okay, here you go. Here's the FanDuel version. Uh, You need a quarterback at 7.6? Guess who's there? Matt Ryan, again, for you. You know, you got to love that, Matt Ryan. He always shows up. Uh, 8.2 is RB1. Dalvin Cook, my goodness, 8.6. How about that? Pretty close. RB2? 7K, I took Fournette at 7.2. 7.4 for wide receiver one, Julian Edelman. Nice spot there for him. Wide receiver two at 66, Jamison Crowder. Boom, 65. Wide receiver three at uh, at 5.9. Guess who's there? DJ Moore at six. Uh-huh. Tight end at 65. I paid up 400 bucks for Mark Andrews because I can and I will. Flex is 6.2, so I had to save a little money there in flex. I had to go down to 5.7. Give me Hunter Renfro, and then you pick a defense. So that's Ryan Cook, Fournette, Edelman Crowder, Moore, Andrews, Renfro fits into this bill. That's another uh, that that dog will hunt. <laughs>
1: that's a, that's another one too. And even in that in around that flex range, when you know you're talking about going to five two or, or Hunter Renfro, I mean you could probably even go up slightly more. You want to take a shot on Marquise Brown or or we mentioned Samuel Debo, Calvin Ridley. You, you pair him up with Ryan or John Brown. So there's a lot of options in that range. There's a lot of value this week on Fanduel with some of these wideouts. Uh, yeah, I like that.
0: That dog will hunt. I'll tell you. All right. And again, these are, it sounds like a cash game lineup, but these are like, <laughs> this is the average cost per position of the teams that are winning. So, yeah. I mean, and you, you got like, you know, $4,200 left or so, you know, the, depending on whatever the site or, you know, it's not that hard. You pick a defense, like you just go out there. It's like, okay. And it's just, it's very funny because the mentality is very different. And look, some weeks it is the some weeks that you are getting the Michael Thomas, or the Christian McCaffrey team and all that stuff. I get it. But yeah. again, we are talking about average cost. These are ones that are, that are highly, highly productive. So don't overlook high productivity. All right. It's time to find the end zone here. Our favorite spot in the show where we would use some free merchandise from line star app. I want to remind everybody, make sure you're getting that line star app and upgrading to that premium product. And as we said at the top of the show, you can get some of that premium product for three month trial for free. So go back and listen to the beginning of the pod. So Chris Meany. You're going to pick a running back and a wide receiver. I'm going to pick a running back and a wide receiver. Who are you picking at running back this week to find the end zone for you? It's going to be a pretty
1: chalky play, but I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs. And the reason I like Josh Jacobs, not just because the Bengals can't stop the run and they can't tackle anybody, but Josh Jacobs, his 32 red zone rushing attempts, ranks the third in the NFL. So when Oakland gets down inside the 20, and they will, they're going to turn the ball over to Josh Jacobs. So I feel pretty good about him finding the end zone this week.
0: I'm going to go out on a limb. You went chalky. I'm going to go out on a limb because somebody has to Leonard Fournette. Finally, some touchdowns for Leonard Fournette. Let's do it, baby. So give me Leonard Fournette on the wide receiver side too. You know what? I'm going to go with the, uh, I don't want to go. I mean, Michael Thomas is too easy. I can't even, yeah, it's, you know, he's bringing have several set of records. Can't even man, do NFL that. It's just catches. crazy. So like every week, Michael Thomas, <laughs> <split that. laughs> I, it's, it, I don't even know if we picked
1: Thomas or CMC. We've kind of stayed away know. from the bigger guys,
0: but I'll say this, Julian Edelman finds the end zone for the Patriots this week against the Eagles. I think he could lock that one up. I know he's not the biggest touchdown guy. I get it, but I think he can do it against the Eagles. So give me Edelman, give me Fournette. Who's your wide receiver this week? That's fine in the end zone.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll go down a little bit too. I won't too too chalky, but let's go with John Brown. Um, John Brown, one of the one of the safest wideouts in football this season, at least four grabs in every single game. Yeah, let's go with John Brown against Miami. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah let's do There's that. nothing really else to say. Like he has two touchdowns on the year, and they're they're both against uh, pretty mediocre teams. <laughs> he put the Jets and the Dolphins. So here we go. Miami's on the schedule. Let's go John Brown.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. All right, that'll do it for us. Mander, uh everybody out there, you can uh, – Find us on the Twitter machine at Joe 17 at line star app at line star NFL and at Chris Meany, of course, as well. You can also check me out on the TV every uh, Sunday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern over on SportsGrid.com, talking DFS. So you can check that out there for all the latest news and notes and make sure you're downloading and upgrading that line star product to the premium side. And of course I got NBA going, not just NFL right now, NHL. It's all happening right now. So get in, and get ready and get playing. This was a fun show today. I told you this was going to be an exciting one, and I never disappoint, but that's it. It's over now, so let's break the huddle here on the pre-snap because it's time to set down win. You've been listening to the pre-snap podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Chris Meany.